I'm Melissa Beckett, and this is Servant Spouse University, the podcast to help you bulletproof your marriage, where we will empower you to choose faith over fear, courage over convenience, truth over tact, and God over the world. Hi, and welcome back to Servant Spouse University. Today, we are going to dive into Q&A that you guys have submitted that is focused specifically on the pandemic and marriage, but I will say that today's topics actually apply all the time. And so that's good news. Anything you learn today or anything you take away from today, you can use during the pandemic, coming out of the pandemic, or after the pandemic, assuming this will someday be over. My husband is joining us today. And um, so we're just going to dive right into the questions. There are three questions that I'm going to address today, or I'd like us to address today. And I'm going to read you all three questions first, because the answer to them, believe it or not, is all the same. I know when you hear these questions, you're not going to think that initially, but I promise it's true. So the first question is, how do we handle daily housework and house projects, especially now that uh, my spouse is at home and we need to attack them as a joint effort? Like who's supposed to do what? And so I think an underlying question there is the uh, spouse that is now working from home probably has extra time on their hands. Either they can't do all their work or they're no longer commuting. Question number two how do we motivate each other to become healthier, like better eater, eating habits, stuff like that? And lastly, how do we not keep score? <laughs> Those are all really great questions and things that we have dealt with a lot. Um, but before we go into that, what I'd like to do is talk about, actually, I'm going to let Jim talk about what kind of frame of mind we go into conversations with our spouse or conflict with our spouse, just communication in general. What is our state of mind? What is our frame of mind when we do that? So let's talk about frame of mind. So this is the point of all discussion, right? So if I'm having a general discussion with somebody, my friend, we're talking, I have a certain state of mind. If I'm doing a business deal at work, I have a certain state of mind. If I'm fighting with my wife, I have a certain state of mind. Everything starts with a specific state of mind. And what drives that state of mind is how we view certain things. So we had talked about this a little bit in one of our previous classes, that our marriage is a covenant. It's a sacrament. It's not a contract. We don't negotiate with each other. It's not a 50-50 compromise. Melissa and I believe that the relationship is 110% each. She gives 110%, I give 110%. She can't give 110%, I still give 110%. And that's happened to us in our relationship. I was not able at one point in that 10 years I could give 0% to our marriage, and I did, unfortunately. Melissa still had to give 110%. When Melissa got sick, she could not give anything to our marriage, and I had to give 110%. There's no 50-50 in marriage. We don't believe that. There's no compromise. There's no negotiation. When we negotiate, there's a winner and a loser, and somebody feels like they won, somebody feels like they lost. 
So it's never good process for all of us. Um, and when we win or lose, we feel triumphant while the other feels left out, unheard, and neglected. Our marriage is not a business. And I think that's really hard sometimes to wrap our heads around, but my husband does a great job of explaining it. It's not a contract. It's a covenant, and that covenant is a sacrament. And we have to approach our marriage differently than we do any other relationship we have. It has to be different from work, different from our best friend, different from our parents or our in-laws. Um, it has to be different. It has to stand out as being different. And so having a frame of mind that is focused on sacrificing rather than compromise is the key to all of this. And so you will hear us say, you know, compromise is a four letter word. We don't believe in compromise. And you might have other couples that say compromise is the foundation of everything that makes for a good marriage. <laughs> and I would say that if they have a good marriage, if they dug a little bit deeper, what they would find is they're using the word compromise for sacrifice. I'd bet money on it. Um, and as for having the ability to elevate your marriage to a marriage that God designs rather than a marriage the world designs, true compromise is going to fail. True sacrifice will be successful because it is rooted in God as the third person in your marriage. And so whether we're talking about keeping score, daily housework, motivating each other to do certain things, we have to start with the right frame of mind. Am I in a sacrificial frame of mind? And then next, what I'd like you to do is focus on the three F's when you're communicating with your spouse, no matter what the subject, fact, feeling, and fear. So first, you're going to state the fact, followed by your feeling, not their feeling, <laughs> and your fear. So let's say, for example, the motivating each other to become healthier. What I would do if I was, let's say, I'm the wife in that situation and I would like to motivate my husband to eat healthier. Maybe I want us both to eat healthier and I'm all in, but he's not. Well, the reality is we can't force him to change his mind. And that's not our job as his spouse. Our job is to help him get to heaven. And that might include being healthier, but in reality, it includes a spiritual awakening. It includes improving our relationship together with God and individually. And so let's, so let's look at motivating each other to become healthier. So the fact there isn't for her to say, you need to be healthier. That's an opinion, right? The fact is, let's say my name is Julie. The fact is that Julie wants to eat healthy. Julie would like her husband to eat healthy. Okay, those are facts. That's what she would like. Now, the feeling might be something like, I feel this is really important. On a scale of 1 to 10, this is like a 10. I can't think of anything that is more important. It's, um, and when we're not healthy, I get really angry angry that I'm not doing a good job of providing food or that I'm not being a good example for my kids. My fear is that if we don't change our eating habits, if I don't change my eating habit and you don't change your eating habits, that our children will have really horrible eating habits and bad health the rest of their life. And even worse than that, 
My fear is that I will lose you, my husband, way before your time. So do you see the fact, the feeling, and the fear? It's focused on what she knows to be facts, her feelings, not her spouse's feelings, and her fears. A lot of times I think what us as wives like to do is we like to tell our spouse how they should feel or tell our spouse that if they did these things, then they'd feel this way. And the reality is that feelings are personal. We can't attach a feeling to our spouse. Now I'm going to pretend to be um, Jim for the moment because he had to step away, (laughs) but I know what he would say in this situation. So if Jim was on the receiving end of this and maybe he isn't really ready to get healthy right now. So let's put put ourselves in his frame of mind for a second but he still wants to be sacrificial and he still wants to follow the three F's, fact, feeling, fear. So his fact is you, my wife, would like me to eat healthier. Julie would like me to eat healthier. My feeling is that I'm indifferent. It doesn't matter to me whether or not I eat good or bad. I just want to eat. My fear is that if I focus too much effort on what I'm eating, that it's going to take too long and I won't be productive at work. And I am in a really tough spot at work right now. If I don't produce to a certain level, I really feel like I could get fired or demoted. And that would affect our family tremendously. And I wouldn't be able to buy food in the long term. Now, I don't know if that would be an exact couple situation, but it is very reasonable that the husband and the wife would have very different facts, feelings, or fears. The facts should be pretty close just from the other point of view, but the feeling and the fears are going to be wildly different. And when we take the time to understand those feelings and fears, they give us a much better understanding of what we're dealing with here. Julie isn't dealing with her spouse's lack of interest in being healthy, although that that is one of his feelings, right? What she's really dealing with is the fear that he has that he might not be able to provide for their family. And this is a very large fundamental fear. And so using fact, feeling, and fear can help us learn to prioritize. So let's look at daily housework and house projects. Now we're in COVID-19 pandemic, Husbands and wives in most situations are at home together and one of them usually leaves the house. Let's say the husband and the wife is at home and she's seeing that her husband has some extra time on his hands. He doesn't have a commute and he's not as busy with work as he usually is. He just can't do some things from home. So she might be sitting there going, so why am I not getting help with some of the house chores? <laughs> um, I don't have more time. Matter of fact, as the wife, I am overwhelmed. I used to have help throughout the day. I used to be able to go to Bible study and have my me time and know my kids were taken care of. Or I used to be able to do these play dates. Or um, my best friend and I used to you know, swap kids. And one of us would have the kids while the other would go run errands. And um, now I can't take my kids to the grocery store because I'm fearful that they, you know, don't need to go into that environment with the COVID pandemic, right? So we could blurt out those things all day long. But fact, feeling, fear is going to communicate that much better in a shorter period of time. It will be more effective and your spouse will be more apt to listen and get the point. So in this situation, the fact is 
that my husband, Tom, we'll say in this situation, is working from home, no longer has a commute, and I believe has more time, but isn't helping with the daily chores or the kids. Now, you can only say that if all of that is factual, but we're going to pretend that it is. Sometimes I think we say people don't help when they actually do. We're just frustrated they don't help enough. So we just have to make sure our fact is actually fact and not opinion. So that's our fact. Our feeling is that I feel lonely. I feel like our family just got a ton of extra time because you're no longer commuting. But I feel overwhelmed. I have less time than I used to have. And yet I don't currently have help with house chores. My fear is that I'm going to become depressed. My fear is even worse than that though, is that you don't care about how overwhelmed I am. That's my fear. And that you aren't interested in helping. Now that communicates a lot more than just ramble, 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 right? Now, if you were to take our Resolving Conflict with Prey class, we would teach you how to actually resolve conflict from beginning to end using the three Fs. We don't have time for that today, but my challenge to you for this week is to focus on using that three Fs of communication. And you can use it for a topic like this, something that you might have a little conflict about, or just general communication. Ask your spouse about their day and say, hey, tell it to me in fact, feeling, and fear. I want to see if I got this down. Or can I tell you about my day? And I'm going to practice using fact, feeling, and fear. There are lots of times you can use this. You can really hone in your communication with your spouse by focusing on the fact, the feeling, and the fear. Now, can I have I said that already a hundred times? Have you been counting? Um, I know this is a little bit of a shock because you heard marriage isn't 50-50. Marriage is a sacrifice. Marriage is about giving 110% about you as a spouse, laying everything out there, knowing at the end of the day, you did everything you could, not just for your children, but for your spouse. And that's all rooted in God. That's a challenge when we don't naturally live that way, or if we haven't been living that way in the past, but it is something we can correct and something that we can change, and it will make your communication so much better. Now, as for keeping score, if you focus on the three Fs, you're going to be less apt to keep score because keeping score is for sure a no-no. And the reason for that is keeping score falls into the category of compromise, and we're not compromising, not in a servant-spouse marriage. We are sacrificing. And so What do I do in the meantime while I don't feel like my spouse is getting their end of the chores done? We're working on our communication. We're just starting to use the three Fs. It's not going to overnight have your spouse doing their share of the chores. But what you can do is get rid of the idea that there is a share of chores. There's just chores. And some of them have to be done today. Some of them can wait. So if you are currently attacking the chores on your own, Ask your spouse if they'll do the three F's with you. Hopefully that will result in a good conversation and him or her saying, you know what, I think I could do this and this for you. Would that be helpful? But if it doesn't, you just need to prioritize your chores. You just need to prioritize the projects. What can wait, what can't. And be truly honest with yourself and give it everything you got 
out of sacrifice for your marriage and for your kids and put your spouse's attitude, your spouse's lack of energy, your spouse's lack of interest in the hands of God. And I promise it works. It's exactly what happened in our marriage. I had years and years and years of an uncooperative spouse or a spouse that thought he was cooperative, but wasn't anywhere close. So don't focus so much on what they aren't doing. Focus on what you are doing. God will reward you for it. Have a great week.